Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to a very special episode of A Fistful of Collars. We've got none other than the special guest himself, Edwin Najmi in the house. Woo, give it up for Flight Triangle Master, the esteemed log, the Dark King, <laughs> Edwin, pleasure to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to talking, uh, stirring some stuff up. <laughs> oh, oh coming right in. I like it. I like Let's it. Go. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. Good start. Why are you in Texas? What's up? Um... Well, we filmed a fixture game with Chase this morning. Super he, crucial. He beat me up a little bit, uh, cut some weight. Uh, competing tomorrow night at uh, Third Coast Grappling against Gianni Grippo. Nice, and, uh, yeah, dude. so we knocked out two birds, one stone. Perfect. This is the boys at, at Flow. This is a long time coming. So Man, we've wanted to get to you here, here for a while, right? We've been talking about this, but it, yeah. it, took, it took, the, took the match to get you into town and stuff. Yeah. So, like, awesome that we could make... Have make you been uh, to most of that opportunity um i haven't i've been to yeah. the airport a couple of times okay. that's, yeah. that's about it <laughs> okay. okay so <laughs> first like, yeah. first Austin first time experience? first time yeah okay. it's but cool you've been, it's you've nice. been to houston before i have, I have been yeah. i've been to texas quite a few times okay. but first time in austin okay but so yeah. you got the competition coming up tomorrow night mm -hmm. how's the wait um i'm struggling a little bit you know not i was yeah. gonna say we gotta take you to barbecue <laughs> i gotta show you the barbecue spots um i never thought in my life that I struggled to make 175, but I am struggling. <laughs> getting uh, a big boy, huh? But I'm almost there. Yeah, I'm getting big, you know. I think when I got hurt earlier this year, I didn't train jiu-jitsu for four months. Whoa. So just I got just, jacked. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, just bored, like, playing video games all day and lifting weights every day for, like, seven days a week. Sounds and terrible. So, yeah. That's what I was like when you're a professional athlete and you have no other responsibilities. So, uh, what game um, are you playing? Yeah. Uh, big Fortnite guy. Okay. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, sorry. yeah, I got, I got pretty big. So, now it's... It's hard for me to lose the weight, but I'm. I feel like I'm pretty lean. I mean, you guys saw me today, but uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. You know, well, seventy-five is getting tough. Eighty CC is gonna be even tougher, but um, I think it's good for me though. It's a, it's a better advantage. I feel better being bigger and stronger. I think it's better for the injuries. Eighty CC is one seventy, right? One sixty-nine. Ooh, wow. Extra yeah. pounds hold the difference. But, uh, <laughs> nothing great comes easy, so I think sacrifices make it make it you know more exciting. Makes you feel better. I, I I like suffering. I like cutting weight. It makes me feel good. You know, like I think about that when I compete. Like when I just compete and everything's easy. Just like you <laughs> know, sometimes awesome. It's not no, quite yeah, right. I, I like to be injured. Like injured, being injured sucks, but everything else, like kind of like suffering the weight cut, <laughs> the training. Like I, I think about all those things. It makes you go harder in the match. So. How'd you get hurt? I did, How oh, did you, my knee? Yeah, yeah. How'd you get hurt? Um, World Series of Grappling. I was competing against Tarsus. I tried to dart Such him up. Such a sweet match. Such a sick match. It was a crazy match, yeah. It was I a crazy my, match. Yeah, I tore my ACL in the first, like, minute. And it was fighting, like, five minutes with that knee. Wow. I did, like, three flying triangles. You Man. guys posted the video of him slamming me. Guys, you you were, like, fucking <laughs> sorry about that. Like, <laughs> you I messed with that one. I said, bro, don't do me dirty like that. <laughs> But you guys were like hucking each other around and like flying off the mat no, and stuff. Crazy. That was a it wild was a, match. It was the insane right? match, and I fought the whole match with a torn ACL. So is it? Whoa. Did you know right away? Like uh, no, I had no idea. No honestly, idea. I mean, my, my knee popped, and then I passed his guard, I believe, like right when my knee popped. And then after there was like all those scrambles. You're like, okay, so I must be fine. <laughs> I'm kind of like a guy like I, I I do like get injured a lot of times in matches, like before before tournaments. I, but I just like try to gut it out always. I don't really complain, but. Yeah, after my knee was bad, like I was trying to step, my knee was wobbling, and then like my friend did like a little, it's called like the Lagman test, I think. My knee was messed up, so yeah, I decided not to continue the tournament, and then uh, yeah, I ended up I tore my ACL, but I didn't have surgery, so that's good. I did rehab the back; it was only a grade two tear. Man, you a long time though. You've been kind of a little bit unlucky with injuries lately, right? You got into a, a car wreck recently and kind of like put you off the I map for a while up, too. Yeah, before my last match, because I was messed up. I didn't really talk about that at all, but I don't like to make excuses. But yeah, I didn't train for two months after that, so I basically wow. didn't train for like six months. 
seven months out of the last like 11 months. So that kind of explains why you haven't competed maybe as much the last like uh, let's say twice. the last year or so. Maybe twice in the last twelve months. Wow, it's hard. Yeah, so I feel like I just need like four or five more matches to get my rhythm back. Yeah, that, that's probably not like you, right? Not been know, like this for yeah. My whole career, I competed all the time, so that that made it a lot easier for me. It's kind of like playing basketball. You know, if you played, if you had two basketball matches a year, like you would, you wouldn't be good. You <laughs> know, like yeah. every weekend. No. True. So uh, yeah, it's it's tough, man. So I feel like I just need a couple more matches to just get my rhythm back, and my style is just like you know, yeah, it's like so yeah. submission oriented, and it's it's so based on like pushing the pace and getting the guy's face that like. You know, even my last match, I was injured. I tried to do that, but after like seventy minutes, I was like, "Shit!" You know, I got like, you know, like once like the tables turned, mm. like I got tired. You know, do so. you find then that the the, um, the time off hurts you because you know your your style is 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 very opportunistic, right? It is, yeah. And timing, you know, yeah. So if you're if you haven't been competing that much, do you, do you feel rusty when you kind of go back in there? hundred uh, so? percent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to like, getting healthy. I'm almost healthy. Almost, somewhat healthy. Yeah. Almost. Okay. Did you but, uh, find with the uh, the added muscle mass that things felt different when you got back on the mats? Definitely, I felt a lot better. I think a lot of positions were easier. Mm. A lot easier to scramble. A lot easier like defend defend positions. Um, you trained in a tough room as well, so that extra muscle mass probably helps. Right? It is nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm the smallest guy. You're the smallest guy in the room. Victor says he's the smallest, but he's lying. He's a little pit bull. Yeah. But, he's also uh, super jacked. Like, yeah. That dude's ripped. <laughs> he's a mini Mike Tyson. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I learned a lot about being actually like a professional athlete. Like I feel like the injury is actually good for me. Mm. Even though like it was like it sucks. And like honestly, it could like derail a lot of people's careers. They might never recover from that. You know, just being off for that long. And like it's demotivating coming back, training a lot and losing. You know, it's like shit. You know, I did. Every, I thought I did everything right. You know, but I, I learned a lot about like being an like a professional athlete. Um, like treating your body, treating my like, body right. Yeah, like lifting weights the right way, like nutrition, like just everything. You know, like so. I don't you, know. You I, think you kind of took that gra- for granted before? I did. My or? whole career, I took everything for granted. You know, right. I feel like you know, like, like talent brought me a lot, a, a long way. You know, mm. a lot of matches I won. Like you, you, you'd be like, like <laughs> if you saw me how much I trained, and then like I tapped the guys I tapped, or I wanted like holy shit, you know. But uh, <laughs> as you get older and like you go through experiences like that, you realize that like nothing beats hard work. You know, so. I'm working my way back with hard work. I'm not taking my talent for granted anymore. And uh, I really believe that uh, I have talent to be one of the best ever, you know? And uh, I Thank think- you've proven that for sure, yeah. I think one day, yeah, I'm gonna look back to this moment and uh, see that that, 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 ch- that changed my career. Let's so. talk a little bit about ADCC then, just because you mentioned it. Like mm-hmm. obviously, you know, we, we you're not gonna look ahead, you know, past Gianni tomorrow. That's the, the immediate thing. but. You can't help but not think about ADCC. It's yeah. like what now? We're in uh, we're in June, so it's July, August, September. It's just over three months away. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time you're competing Quick. in ADCC, right? Yeah, I'm excited. I had uh, I had a late invite last year, uh, two years ago, but uh, I got hurt, so I couldn't compete. So I'm looking forward to it. I've already started my training camp. It's like the first time ever I've started training this early, like even remotely close to starting this early for it. So I'm taking it very seriously. You've seen a lot of Nogi training from inside Northridge at the moment. Yeah, so I never really cool. trained Nogi in my life, honestly. Even when I fought like Davi Ramos and those guys in ACB, like mm. I didn't, I trained like a week of Nogi, ten days Nogi. I never really, I never really liked Nogi, but I feel like it's better for my game. I, I feel like True. I use Nogi techniques in the gi, so. I feel like if I tr- actually train the gi for for a little bit and like I'm, like you know, <laughs> have you hit a game. flying triangle in, in no gi? Um, 
I think like lower belts, but yeah. I'm kind of scared, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can a lot you of can, space there just to be flying in the getting air. Getting slammed, you know. Yeah. I think my game's a little more different. Oh, slams in ADCC, of course. I keep yeah. forgetting about that. You can slam out of a submission. That's right, simple, right, mm-hmm. right. I think you can slam regardless. Oh no, for, for takedowns, you, like you couldn't pick up from the guard, for example, and, and slam. You yeah. can slam like during, for example, like a, a double leg or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you couldn't pick somebody up from close guard and slam them. You have to be defending a submission to slam. Yeah, Nogi's a different sport, man. It's just like so much athleticism, like a lot yeah. more. Like it's 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 a completely different game. So no grips, it just changes everything. But uh, yeah, I think ACC is like, dude, you can have a forty-minute match, so you can't just half-ass that or like just pray to pray to like just jump on a hail mary submission. Like you you really have to be the better better person. A lot of person. strategy, right? A lot of strategy, a lot of cardio. You know? Yeah, Un- like unbelievable cardio. Sometimes. So I'm already starting. I've already started running, getting ready for that. So it's gonna be fun. Of course, you, you were there when um, Felipe. One, I, I remember I got yeah, some I ran, good, good, good I, I footage ran of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got some good, good footage of you celebrating yeah. that. That was a hype time for you guys. That was wild. Yeah, that was that was a great match, man. Like yeah. Gordon was killing it, you know. And I, I was honestly kind of afraid, you know. I was like, man, Gordon's like on fire, you know. Like he might he might heal him. He you looked know? better than ever that day, he, right? He did, you know. And and Philippe looked kind of like, you know, he didn't look that sharp, you know. I mean, I mean, he tapped Bouchard in absolute, but like you know, he was like Gordon looked good. So, um, yeah, I was excited for Philippe. I like came up. Like Philippe was always like one year ahead of me. Like you know, I was always like one belt behind him. So like he was always a person that like I drew like inspiration from. I was like, man, if he could do it, I could do it. So mm. I always try to match him. You know, mm. so he's I a was, phenomenal athlete, right? He's amazing, man. He like uh, it's it's crazy. I you think he has. Much? Yeah, he goes Did nice on me. You know, he's, he, he, <laughs> he's a big boy, but I think. Pound for pound, he might. I think he might have the best jiu-jitsu ever, in my opinion. You know, like fluidity wise, especially the like, way he's able to go from gi and no gi back. It's back crazy, and forth. you know. And yeah. he has like actually like very technical and good jiu-jitsu. So he's always someone that I looked up to. And been like he's a close friend of mine. So what about the uh, the super fight? Of course, you know he won the absolute in 2017, so that earns him the right to challenge Andre Galvao in the super fight in yeah. the, the upcoming ADCC. How do you see that going? Whew, it's gonna be fireworks. I know there's like some tension between them. There's some beef. Still, yeah, it's been going on a while. Yeah, so uh, it's kind of, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I, I think stylistically, obviously, Galvao has the advantage. He's a, you know he's a current champ, and like he knows how to win that rule set. You know, it's hard to be Galvao in that rule set, but I think I, I know Philippe is not gonna take him lightly, and I know he's gonna train his ass off for that. So I I think Philippe's gonna finish him. And but, it's just one match as well. He doesn't have yeah, to worry about fighting through a stack but division. It could be a forty minute match. It, it could be, be a forty minute match. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's Are you guys crazy. gonna have a, a big camp going into ADCC? Yeah, nice. yeah, I believe so. Because it's in more. LA as well, right? Dude, like, I, awesome. can't, I can't wait, man. It's like I, I'm I'm yeah. I've never trained as hard not even like half as hard as I'm gonna trip ADCC cause <laughs> I know I'm gonna have at least 200 friends there so I can't disappoint them so oh, I, wow. I'm really excited man like, wow. I, yeah I'm ready to put on a show no for we, we've been talking about ADCC it's gonna be for, insane since ADCC 2017 yeah, the minute ended. I stepped on the plane man, I'm like ADCC 2019 is gonna be sick <laughs> LA, so yeah, crazy yes. <laughs> like we've been waiting for that for, for years man that, 2017 in Finland was Incredible, and I yeah, I totally was, agree. This yeah, one's that was my first time there, and I like I, I felt the energy. Like everyone's like, it's different, man. Even the world's like people take it seriously, but I don't think anybody takes any any tournament seriously as like ADCC. You know, mm. you could tell like nobody Something messes special about it, right? Yeah, every single person is comes like hundred percent prepared. Everybody there, like. It has, has, has a shot to win or, or wants to win you know like it's, exactly. there's, there's no gimme matches like it's a 16 man bracket of mm-hmm. just like straight top to bottom killers especially this year and you can't make mistakes man like I want to say like you guys should do a study but I feel like 90% of the time the first person that scores a point wins mm-hmm. right pretty mm-hmm. much it's hard to score back and no yeah, game true. 
especially because sure. the times and half by the time points come into play, right? The way that the rules are set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's well. And yeah, this year it's insane. The brackets, I was looking at it, I'm yeah. like, dude, there's like literally not one. Like, everyone, every single person is tough. Anyone yeah, in your division right. that you're looking forward to fighting? You got guys like Lucas Lepri, Nato Canuto, DJ Jackson, Wagner. Anyone jumping out at you? Um, I mean, all of them, man. All the guys I've fought before. Well, 77's wild, right? You got Nicky Ryan in the mix now. He moved up from 66 oh, to 77. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, man, I'm looking yeah. forward to fighting to all of them. Yeah, I'm looking forward to fighting all of them. The only person that I don't want to fight, which I'm gonna have to fight second fight, is my friend Servio. Right, that kind of sucks. But I mean, it is what it is. Olympics are a sport, and, and you uh, have to fight because you're on the same team, right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's the only match I'm not looking forward to. But everybody Servio else, Servio won trials, right? Yeah, he did cool. really good, man. Yeah, cool. wow. He he's and he's a big, big seventy-seven. And dude, kilo. those 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 trials in Brazil are no joke. I think it's like six matches to win gold as well. Like so, no, he yeah. had crazy matches. He fought some tough guys. Like I think Holo. And uh, I think Lapella, there's some really mm. tough guys. He had some tough matches. Man, like, I, I'm just thinking back to the, I went to the last, uh, not the last trials, but the two trials previously to that in uh, in Brazil. And obviously we've covered the trials on both the East Coast and West Coast the last couple of years. And Chase, you were at the European trials and stuff. And right. it's, 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 uh, it's always like um, really interesting to see kind of who has to fight their way through. Yeah. You, you know, you really earn that spot right yeah. there in ADCC, right? Yeah. But... I'm like, glad I got the invite. Thank you. <laughs> I was gonna say, it. like, you. like, are you, you kind of glad you kind of like managed to find your way in? There? Um, not really. I think I, if I fought the trials, it would have been a good experience. I, I really mm. tried to fight the trials, but like my knee wasn't ready yet. You know, like it was like almost ready, but uh, yeah, I couldn't risk it. Even nah, even I, my last match, I feel like my knee wasn't like I feel like my knee now is finally like 100. percent I'm I, like I'm confident in training without a brace. I even had a knee brace my last match. Oh wow! So it do you think your win over Davi Hamos helped? get you this invite because Davi was the uh, he was the 77 kilogram champion in 2015 mm-hmm. he won the trials Legendary. in Brazil yeah. and then submitted Lucas Lepri in the yeah. final and that crazy he's the only person to have ever submitted Lucas Lepri a black belt by the way I believe that's it. incredible that's right big stat right there yeah. Yeah. and then wow Edwin goes out yeah. and uh, taps out the, uh, the at that time because it was just prior to ADCC champ, yeah. right mm-hmm. you beat the guy who was the guy you mm-hmm. beat the 77 kilogram defending champ so yeah uh, uh, definitely I think that's definitely what got me, got me the invite you know mm-hmm. I haven't really fought Nogi that was my first Nogi tournament since Purple Bowl or Blue Bowl wow Jeez. Purple Bowl Purple Bowl I think I fought Nogi Pans in like 2013 and didn't fight Nogi until I fought Davi that, that day that's incredible Literally. that yeah. was a wild match as well and I think right? I had like two weeks to train for it I think I trained like four training sessions for it I mean not taking anything away from him but like <laughs> but yeah and then they asked me to fight that, that ADCC they were like you know but uh, I hurt my knee in the same GP against Marcio in the final I tried taking his back and I, and I hurt my LCL so I couldn't fight so but yeah I, w- I was bugging I was definitely bugging Mo for an invite I was like yo yo you gotta get me in here you gotta <laughs> I saw who won the trials like I could beat these guys you know yeah. like, like, I, you know so I'm, I'm glad I got the spot. I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm going to take it very seriously. And I, I feel like my game is really hard to, you know, I, I have a good game. Man, maybe if anything, you have, a, um, you have a little bit of a, uh, uh, maybe an advantage, I suppose, or this is definitely a factor at least, in that because you haven't competed that much in Ogi over the last couple of years, um, I guess people don't really know what to expect apart from the DOS, right? Yeah. I mean, that's no secret. But the rest of it is kind of, uh, what's he going to do? Yeah, I'm ready for, I'm going to be ready for 40 minutes of scrambles. I'm going to be ready to, to be a scramble god. So <laughs> <laughs> There it is. I'm going to be, it's, it's, it's hard to scramble me, you know? I'm like a, what, what, what was the Drysdale and Brazil call me? Like a loose noodle, you know? Or Keenan calls okay. it too, like full noodle. I, I, go, uh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I go full noodle and they take me down. You know? <laughs> like even my last fight, I only got scored on because I, I fell off the stage and he got two for that. But I feel like, 
it's it's hard to pin me down, you know. I'm like mm-hmm. I'm lanky, you know. I'm like I'm like a little warm, you know. So, but it was the, the match against Dante Leon obviously didn't go the way you wanted to. Mm-hmm. But um, l- looking back at that performance, what can you take from that now, and 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 you know the things you need to look at to fix going ahead. Um, I feel like just get my rhythm back, get my cardio back a little bit. Not like I kind of like panic wrestle. I went for a stupid double leg for no reason, you know. But uh, yeah, I just got a little frustrated because like he threw me out and he got two, and then I threw him out a couple times and I didn't get two. So it's kind of just tightening things up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's all it's all good. This is part of jujitsu. Like you're not gonna always win. You're not gonna like no one no one wins all the time. You know, like even like Bushesha loses. So it's like it is experience. You know, mm-hmm. like no one's undefeated in jujitsu. Jiu-jitsu, like everyone wins, everyone loses. So it just it just experience. Just getting back into it. You know, I actually I feel like I need a couple matches like that. It was a sick show, though, right? It was a great show, yeah. I, I, I loved it, man. It was, it was probably one of the best, maybe the best show I, I've competed in, I would say, mm-hmm. like, production-wise. It was it was, it was cool. I probably should have got, like, a warm-up fight. Like, I literally had zero warm-up matches before that. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, at that point, Dante was on a tear. He'd just come off submitting Mateus Lutz, and he'd had, like, a, a series of matches, and right now yeah, he's, he's going to challenge Hanato Canudo on the next Kasai, right? I think people are, like, underestimating him. I think, like, he's going to do good, you know? It's not going to be easy for Hanato. It's, What's your just, prediction for that one? I feel like Dante could beat him, you know. Really? Yeah, he's, he's just like hard to like, hold down, you know. Like, but but Hanato's good. I like Hanato's style a lot. You, you know? and Hanato yeah, kind of like have similar games, similar, right? you know. Yeah. Like he was like one belt behind me always, you know. Mm. And I, I always wanted to fight him. We never got to fight him. You never did. Oh, you guys have just kind of yeah, like missed each other yeah. like so many times. I feel like I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Hanato's game, you know. Well, it could happen at ADCC 77. You guys are both true. Yeah. Signed up too. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Maybe I could fight the winner for Kazai. We'll see. Oh, uh, there is that too. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Like to see that. Uh, yeah. Gianni's a, cha- a Kasai champion as well, right? He mm. won the Grand Prix he, there, yeah, yeah. the eight man last year at uh, 145 pounds. Nice. Way. He but, beat uh, me out, right, in the final. He did, oh, yeah. yeah. There was a crazy, a crazy uh, finish to that match right there. But um, Gianni's one of those guys that he's uh, he competes a lot, right? So mm-hmm. um, you know, you mentioned there a little bit how kind of your inactivity is, is maybe kind of you know a factor uh, recently. But you know, what does that mean for going into the match against Gianni? Because I mean, he's such a consistent competitor. right? That definitely gives him an advantage for so? sure. Yeah, I would so say. How do you so. deal with that then? I mean, there's nothing to do to deal with that. You know, that's just that just makes him more sharp. I feel like, but it's like. I'm kind of like I'm I'm reckless I'm careless I don't really care you know like <laughs> it's uh, like putting on a show huh yeah I'm cold blooded like I don't like like I don't let any of that stuff affect me you know it is what it is if I lose I lose if I get stuck in a bad position I try to get out so like I don't think like I, I know it would help me but like it doesn't like I'm not like mentally like you know some guys like dwell on a lot of things like that like oh man like I didn't have the right tape or something hurts like I can't fight how I want to fight I just go out and do it and just see what happens but definitely that just helps you know if I, yeah I just feel like with my style too, it would be hard to be as active as Gianni. You know, he's more of like a point fighter, right? Like smarter. It's not a bad thing. Like I wish I, I had the ability to to win match like that sometimes. <laughs> That's probably why I'm damaged all the time. My body is, <laughs> so it would be hard for me to be that active. But I would like to compete at least like once a month, twice mm-hmm. a month. So you're gonna have to book active. some matches between now and ADCC. Yes, huh? I will fight to win. Maybe Seth. Seth. Nice. Yeah. So that, Seth? That'd be sick. Get the man some warm-up matches for ADCC. Come oh, on. We want to see the kid back Or like really year. tough ones that are awesome for <laughs> yeah. us to watch. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not a fan anybody. But yeah, I just some matches to just get my rhythm back. You know, I feel like when I was like at my peak, I was competing every weekend. And I mean, all the guys you see, like uh, Kainan, just killing it. Man, he, he's like competing nonstop. Every weekend. It's incredible, but that right? Makes it so much How does better. he have time to train? How's your time training? He does travels around from Russia to you almost, But you almost don't need to. You, you need to train twice and True. you just recover for the tournament and you just you know how to fight. You know, the same with Hulk. You know, we saw him like Hulk was like kind of like, right? Like kind of like 
I don't want to say average, but he was like the best the first two years of Black Bolt. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. And then he did like the whole the whole oh, tour. tour he became a monster, you know. So it just goes to show like consistency and like true. that that um that rhythm, dude. It makes it makes a huge difference, you know. And you learn how to win tough fights, you know. Yeah. That's that's the biggest part, you know. You see like those guys, they're gutting out like Kainan and Lucas. They're they're winning like tough fights, man. They're in like shitty positions, tough situations, and they get out and they win, you know. So. Who do you like watching then? Because you mentioned Kainan there as obviously a guy who, who stands out. But when you look at jujitsu, you know, are you are you most pumped to watch your teammates fight, or you know, is there any other names out there? You're like, oh damn, I wa- I like watching that kid. Um, obviously, I love my teammates. You know, we're like a big team. Like we're like we're a big family. You know, at Northridge, like, we we really like. I feel like a lot of teams like they say they support each other, but like I feel like we really support each other. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, like when I saw Gabriel and Philippe win, I was just as happy as if I won. You know, like I was like, you, you, saw, you I think you took the picture, right? You sent. I name? did that little clip of you kind of like you know yeah. like just, was, man the look on your face was, when Gabriel yeah, won yeah I was like I was just, okay. I, maybe even happier than that one you know because I know how much work they put in but uh, besides them um, I just like to I like to watch the guys that uh, go forward you know I think Kainan is doing good I love Leandro man I think he's like pound for pound one of the best ever you know he's gotta, a nice gotta, guy too I want to ask you about um, Nicholas Marigali he's a monster because he's a dude you, got, you have a lot of history or not a lot but you have history with yeah. right you, I'm, I'm undefeated. I'm never gonna give him that chance. To <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but he's a beast, man. I, like all jokes aside, he's a, he's a monster. But I, I just want to explain. So you had that. What, what that was 2014, right? I think, I think so. Yeah, purple belt. 2014. So that was the purple belt absolute final. Absolute mm-hmm. final. Wow. And you had lost earlier, right? In the, in the division. Yeah, I lost my. I was a featherweight. I lost my division in the featherweight to a guy that I beat a couple times. He beat me. I was man. I was sucked, man. I was like crying. I didn't want to fight. I tried to fight the absolute, but like. There wasn't enough space for me, and like someone got hurt, and then I got a space to find an absolute, and my bracket was like insane, and I just like, I took like six scoops of pre workout, and I was like, look at home, I was like, fuck it, I gotta win, man. <laughs> I probably gonna quit jujitsu if I didn't, honestly, you know, because wow. I had three uh, silver medals at the worlds. I was like, dude, I can't uh, win this shit. And so you <laughs> made it, so you make it to the finals, going into the finals. I mean, Nicholas Marigal had a pretty good reputation. Well, before at that, that, look at my bracket. I beat. Okay, yeah. I I tapped. Oh, so I, I fought the ultra heavyweight guy. I don't know his name. He's the only guy that didn't tap. He was like tough as shit. I won a referee decision. I think maybe I, I should have lost that fight, to be honest. It was like really <laughs> close. And then I tapped John Combs. I triangled Jared Dopp. And then I triangled Budenberg. Wow. And wow. then I fly and triangled Marigali. Not a lot of people know about that. Like Man, the, that the, is the a run straight was I didn't know you killer. And I, was a, and I was a featherweight, you know? Wow. I was a featherweight. So wow. it was insane. Those are some big boys as well. Gutenberg, Dopp, and Marigali. Yeah. They're big dudes. Dude, it's hard to know if a featherweight will ever, <laughs> ever win the absolute division. I think, like, I, was, ever again, I, think I'm, I think I'm the only yeah, one. Maybe. Be. I don't know. I don't know. I maybe like maybe there was another one, but I think I was one of the only ones. But you know what's funny though? I was joking about it. the whole the whole season. I was joking in training, saying I'm gonna fly and triangle this guy, Marigali, in the final. <laughs> I was joking in all the trainings. And I, I was joking. I want to make, <laughs> <wanna> make that <laughs> clear. Because I, I never wanted to even fight the absolute, but it just ended up happening. But uh, yeah, I feel like I was just possessed. You know, some days you, you just have those days as a competitor. On. You, 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 you felt like you're gonna submit him going into the match. Like yeah, you know you know you're just gonna make it happen. You know, like it was fast as it well. Just, like, right? destiny, right away. You know? yeah. It's just like it's just like uh, yeah like I didn't know it at the at the beginning of the bracket but after you submit like those three four tough guys you're in the final I'm like dude I can't get silver again like there's no like I'm gonna die you know like, yeah. I, I, this guy's literally gonna have to murder me you know so pretty wild I feel like when, yeah when you have like that kind of like focus and like you visualize it wow like it's you still could mess it up you know I mean I visualized after I teared through the black hole division to beat Lucas Lepre in the final and I got murdered, but <laughs> it happens. But oh, it takes it so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, having that attitude definitely helps. But yeah, that was definitely like a turning point in my career. I think that day I went from being like a pretty good competitor to being like a, an elite competitor. So. Well, 
Speaking of like being an elite competitor, um, you know you're a you're a pan champion, you're a, a world championship right. silver medalist, yeah. <laughs> uh, ACB Grand Prix champion. You've uh, you've you've done some pretty good things. But mm-hmm. is there a competition memory? Like obviously the purple belt absolute was one we just discussed. But is there a competition memory that really stands out? Um, like for me, honestly, like since I've always been like submission oriented, I feel like 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 the like, like the quick wins and all that stuff that like that never like evolved me as a competitor. Even like since I was a white belt, like I used to, like I didn't know how to win by points, you know. So I feel like the fights that I was getting smashed in or I had to like, overcome, like come back from, those are the, those are the matches like I always like remember, you know. And those are the ones that made me so much better. Like I literally got better overnight. So yeah, I don't know. I've had a couple of those. I've had some pretty good comebacks. Um, I fought Marcio one time. Mm. ACB was beating me thirty zero. And came back and tapped him. Yeah, I came back and submitted him. I feel like that match made me like so much better, you know. Even that black belt, like I wasn't that good yet. I think that was a year. Yeah, that I think that was like one of the probably the better, one of the more experiences that made me better. But I think the one the ones like every anything you overcome in life, like any, any experience, not even just in jiu-jitsu, that makes you so much better. You know, I learned that through Homolo, and um, yeah, I feel like that was one of them. And I feel like I've had a couple of those, just like mm. comeback fights. Those always feel better than just like tapping somebody because you know, like you worked hard <laughs> you for it. You something. know, because because anybody can submit anybody. You know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I could ever submit Marigali with the flying triangle, but it could, but it could happen. <laughs> you know, it could happen. You know, but like just getting smashed and coming back from that, I feel like that just like shows character. You know, and like True. champions need that. You know, to be a champion. What's the role of uh, getting smashed in the gym? Like coming up through the ranks, Homolo mentioned on our Road to Worlds tour that like he made you guys good by just smashing you. Like, does that still play a role? <laughs> just or beat you, you up for ten years straight. I mean, <laughs> I think, what, is, what does that do for your mentality? Like, like uh, uh, man, I, I mean, like. I just like I used to I, I used to get wrecked all the time, and I used to just think like, dude, there's 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 no possible way someone could put this kind of pressure on me, in the, you know, in a tournament. You know? Like, there's no way. It's like mentally that just preparing me for the worst, you know. So I f- I feel like I think Danner had a good, good quote about that. Like, you need half and half, you know. You need guys that are gonna smash you, or like, and then you need guys that you're just gonna absolutely just work completely offense on. You know? Yeah, because that's yeah. that's the guys that you really get to to refine those attacks, right? Mm-hmm. You need guys that you can beat up a bit so that you can kind of work that. Because mm-hmm. if you're always on the defensive again, training with monsters, you're never gonna develop that part of your game, right? Yeah, you're gonna be get it really tough. But yeah. how are you gonna attack people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like like most of my submission game came from just like rolling your lower belts and just like trying to submit them as many times as as, as I as I could. You know, bless them. Bless them. Bless them. <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah, I feel bad for them. You know. I probably have to give a couple of shout-outs to them, but it's all good. <laughs> you guys know who you in are. The, in the long run. You know? They're the they, nameless, they, 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 they faceless, the but they are the lifeblood of the gym, right? Because it's those fresh white and blue belts yeah. keep coming through the door. But it's a cycle, too. Like, I ate that. Homeboy used to tap me 10 times in six minutes. Yikes. Every day, just just beat the crap out of my whole face. I mean, look at my, I still get beat up, you know, if I train home a little. So you just pass it down. Mm. Man, I got to say, we've <clears throat> Chase and I, we like you said, went there for, for Road to Worlds, and we've been there a couple times at, at Northridge, and... We've been to a lot of gyms, of course, but yeah, man, Northridge is such a such an awesome gym, yeah, such yeah. an awesome place to train, and, and Homolo is what he's done there. With, like the vibe is just such a great vibe, mm-hmm. and, and all you guys are killers, and you got a bunch of brown belts and purple belts too, and it's a awesome kind of setup you guys got. Yeah, thank you. Know, like, I think Homolo does a great job, like of like having like a such a, like a, I don't want to say hostile, but like you know everyone's trying to kill each other, mm-hmm. like a war room. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the day, everyone's everyone's cool. Like yeah. you guys saw that, right? Like, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Everyone's gross. literally trying to take murder you yeah. and take your head off. But after training, like there's no clicks. You know, like everyone's everyone's friends. You know, everyone's hanging out. Hanging Who's out. your toughest training partner? Um, I would say the most like same level 
training partner that I have the toughest roles with is probably Victor Severio. Really? Yeah. He, he looks like a tough training partner. He's, he's been at the gym for about a year and a half. Of course, the other guys, there's tougher guys than him. But I feel like we're the closest in like level and you weight. You go like head-to-head. So, yeah, it, right, it's like the right. best head-to-head matchup, you know? Because you train with Gabriel, sometimes he's so technical. He's just going to mm. smash you, you know? Or like, it's different, you know? He's like a little nicer. Like, Keenan, he had his, uh, his his new podcast with Josh Hinger, just mm-hmm. started up recently. And uh, one thing that really jumped out at me from that was he actually said these words, that Gabriel Arges is the most technical person that he's ever trained with. I agree, I agree with that. That's insane. Like Keenan's that. saying that. I agree with that. Yeah, he's literally the most technical guy. That's why I said, like, he could just smoothly just smash and you're like, oh, like, I didn't ex- uh, spend any effort. I just got, I just got. And Keenan said he's not, even, <laughs> he's not even that strong. He's not. Like, if you see Gabriel in the gym, like, lifting weights, he literally looks like a like a, like a, like an old person, you know? No, <laughs> <laughs> no you hear that, Gabriel? <laughs> it just shows, shows how good his jutsu is. Dude. His jutsu is like, dude, yeah, it's man. insane, you know? Like, you, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. Like, yeah, he's two time yeah. world champion and closed out another one, so you don't. Do that so by we're, accident, we're in the right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but dude, yeah, G- uh, Gabriel Jutu is unbelievable. Like, just like he's, but he's always been like that, you know. Just like pure technique, you know, like just flow master. Like, if you try to flow with him and not use like any like scrambles after some good luck, man. Like, <laughs> that's like, his world. Yeah, even homeless says like, dude, I gotta create like a war with Gabriel. You know, just try to throw him off a little bit because if you just go try to match with technique. You're gonna get killed every time. You know? Wow! Yeah, that's incredible. But, uh, yeah, I, I, his match in the final there. You know, like talk about guys who, who know how to win. Oh, Zach, that's what I'm talking about. Is, is a guy who knows super how to win, and to for Gabriel to to beat him in that match like that was such a. Stunning, stunning. You can see me. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) When he does it in the same position twice, he beat him in the same position with the same with the same amount. Came uh, match. Came the match with Uh, the same position, and it was the same thing. Like 20 seconds left, and he got out. He's actually tough, man. Man, He's so dude. He's such a good competitor, man. He knows how to win, man. He's got it down to the T. Gabriel's like the only guy that's beat him, I think, in like the last 16, 18 months. It's crazy because like Gabriel used to lose some as lower belts like all the time, and then like he got his number like when he got his black belts. So it's just like it's crazy how like life works, you know. But yeah, I you feel, also I feel sorry, Gabriel getting his black belt on the podium. I remember that. No, he will. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, that was like so. Jeez, that's like right when we we launched. Longest the whole yep, thing. time yeah, yeah. feels like hundred years ago. And it's crazy because I got mine uh, twenty fifteen Gi Worlds. Okay, yeah, I won. And like me and Gabriel were like training partners, you know, like we were like winning everything together, and he lost. And Homo wow. didn't give it to him, and he, he had to wait to until the end of the year. And I, and I kind of felt bad. And I almost like told him like, man, like maybe you should give it to me. He's like, no, I'm gonna wait. You know, it's gonna make him better. Trust mm. me, you know. And wow. I ended up like, man, crashes no game. Speaking game now, now he has a black belt title. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I gotta get it to him. Homo knows. I wish I lost. Yeah. But yeah, man, Gabe Gabe has always been good at like like you know just coming back from adversity. You know, he's always been good at that. You know, even even like he's like lowest moments of his career he's always like been really good at bouncing back from that you know it's like you guys been training together since what purple belt no blue belt blue 2012 wow, wow. okay homo literally went to brazil and he met him uh in Belo Horizonte and he said well, what are you and he's like oh blue belt that way he's like dude i need you <laughs> i need you to come push one of my students you know he's like mm-hmm. you're the guy that's gonna excel him to be great you know and wow. like that was me you know that's and, so cool man yeah wow. so I've been we, we were talking about now. this a little bit earlier when we were kind of driving around and um you know the fact that that Homolo is from the the state in 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 Brazil called Minas Gerais, and uh, Minas Gerais is a, it's a it's a re, it's a big old state, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like a small state. It's a big old state, and there's lots of big cities, but it's uh, it's produced so many high level guys in jiu jitsu, and like just reeling off a few names. So of course Homolo, Felipe, 
and uh, Gabriel Arges are all from Minisha Ice. Mm-hmm. But then guys like Lucas Lepri, Marcelo Garcia, Bernardo Faria, they're all from Minisha Ice as well. Mm. It's like, what? what's in the water there, dude? <laughs> I was just going to say that. What's in the water? <laughs> <laughs> Alternate Manaus. So that's the other one, the yeah. other hot spot. And they're all nice guys, which is the craziest part about it, right? They are super nice yeah, dudes. They're all yeah. like yeah. super, nice like, 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 you know? Like, Even yeah. in Brazil, people from Minisha Ice are, 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 like, have a reputation as being really, really they're nice. They're so, like, soft really? and nice wow. going, like, They're you know? hospitable and stuff and just nice dudes. Yeah, yeah. really, really good at Jitsu. <laughs> I, I, have that so, yeah. I think it's the, it's the, it's the their famous Minas cheese, maybe, huh? Oh, the Minas cheese, yeah, Cajun Minas. Oh, yeah, Cajun so Minas, Ponju Cajun. Maybe it's that. That's dude. the stuff. Could might, be. Dude, it's, it's, <laughs> if you ever have Ponju Cajun from there, it's just it's that's the heat. That's, that's the real heat. The, the jujitsu in Minas Gerais, apparently, like it wasn't really much going on, and the guy who really went there and founded everything was course now not too far from us over in Houston was Dracolino yeah he was the man he was the guy from Gracie Baja who who left in the 80s and he went and he kind of really founded uh the jiu-jitsu scene over there yeah and, and the Gracie Baja actually in Belo Horizonte which which he was responsible for setting up it's an absolute powerhouse it's team, insane right? I think they have like 200 black belts or maybe more than that oh my god it's insane oh. I went to train there as a pro ball and like the new class had like 40 black belts and I'm like like is this, is this real life? <laughs> and everyone's Dang. good. Oh yeah, they are. And everyone there is like good at like like everyone has like the specialty. Like you know, every backpack has their own move. You know, yeah, yeah. and all these guys are wrecking me. I'm like, dude, like what is this? You know, <laughs> I want to go home. You're purple ball, and I, I, you know, like when I started training jiu-jitsu, this home was only black ball in my gym. You know, there was one brown ball. So like for me to go there like three years later, get my purple ball, I'm like, holy shit, there's forty black balls in perspective, the right? Yeah, Man, I just remember I told some stories just like that too. Like, like Brazil, never seen a black belt and going down to Brazil. And it's insane. Like 20, Twenty of them in the same room, and, like, yeah. and they're all yeah. nice, man. They're all they're all good guys, and they, they have a lot of like low key, really really good competitors. They there. do, and a lot of guys who maybe don't travel or are so well known. Speak right? English, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, like they kind of came up like when social media wasn't big, you know. But there's like, man, there's like you train with some of those guys. They're they're animals. Chuchiko, Kalukina, those guys. Those, so those Chuchiko, if people don't realize that he's like of a, of a kind of a previous generation, but that's Flippy Pen's older brother. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, Augusto, and uh, I think I'm not even sure. Fernando, his younger yeah. brother. Augusto Fernando is what he's name he's known as. I think Casalage is, is the kind of the surname mm-hmm. that he uses. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy in Brazilian families. You have people from the same family, and they choose which of the two or three surnames that they have that they known by. So there's Felipe Pena, but then his younger brother is known by a different last name, and his older brother is another one. It's like what the hell? But <laughs> anyway, just to make it more confusing. But yeah. dude. Gio Shiko is a straight up animal, right? You see one of the best competitors at Brown Bowl and like yeah. first year Black Bowl, dude, he had some crazy matches. And he doesn't even compete anymore. He's like working like businessman and stuff. Yeah, he's just but chilling, but if you train with him, like, dude, he, he's just as tough as any black belt today. Oh, you know? like, he's, 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 he's a, intense. Those guys well, scare yeah. me more. The guys yeah. that don't compete, and you walk down and you see like someone give him a taste and he's a tough roll. And like, who is this random black belt? Like, <laughs> rolling with a taste. Dude, he could probably drink like 20 beers and beat me up. <laughs> yeah. like, he's, 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 he's an animal. Isn't another guy from, uh, from Minish Rice, Matthias Denise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, There's a about, lot of guys. Yeah. yeah uh, about Felipe Penner, actually, just to put it in perspective, nice how, how good he is, right? Is that. I remember I traveled to Minas Gerais and I, I, I visited his city and I did some filming with him at his home video. gym and, 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 you know, at Gracie Baja and stuff. And um, he did a nogi session at this gym. And uh, it was, uh, I think it was 2014, 2015, 2014, I think. I went there. And Felipe just wrecked 
everybody in the room. There was like maybe a session and he rolled with like, let's say 10, 12 guys and he just wrecked every single one of them. But it's no gi, right? He's the worst, by the way, he's like the meanest person to train with ever. <laughs> you know, Philippe. Well, if, you mean, squ- if you score a point on him, God bless you, you know? <laughs> he's he's going to make your life you, a misery. You're getting what we like to call double dipped in our gym. We call it double dipped, you know? Okay, it's it's when the round ends, it goes, let's go again. So, oh, you know? oh, it's like no. a chicken tender, you know? You dip it twice in the sauce, you know? <laughs> so, he's just a master double dipper. <laughs> Flippy ran through everybody in this room, and then afterwards, at the end of the session, I was kind of like, "So, um, what what belt were those guys? Like purple, brown?" And he's like, "No, no, every single one of them was a black belt." <laughs> like, oh, man. that's how good Flippy is. You're yeah, saying no, about the level there, and then he's just like another levels and levels above, right? No, yeah, he's 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 on a complete different level. He just understands jiu-jitsu so well, you know. Like, well, just, what makes him so special as a competitor? Then, because you've known him a long time, right? His will to win, you know. Yeah, I feel like everybody wants like he just wants to win so bad, you know. And we all do too. And a lot of people say that, but it's just like it's just like I don't know. He has a magic. He just makes it happen, like every time. I, I, I you know, almost. He's every- also like magical ability to take people's backs it's from un- like any position. It's right? unbelievable. Like he just like makes it happen, man. Like like he he really steps up to the plate. You know, the bigger the moment is, he really steps up to it. You know, like a lot of people thought rises he lose to, to Gordon, occasion. and like yeah, he always rises to the occasion. Like in the ADCC against Gordon, like he lost the weight class, he came back. You know, people are like you're doubting him. Um, man, last year's rules, he couldn't even he couldn't even walk. He had ice packs on both. He had like both his arms, both his knees. He, his feet were in a bad he was, way. He was right? literally a mummy. You know, yeah. he, he was just laying yeah. down. I swear, he couldn't even get yeah, up. And then terrible. he just no one thought he could even fight. And then just ended up winning the world. It's just it's crazy, dude. So like, his drive Dang. to win, his will to win is just like you know, it's it's. It's you know it's it's unparalleled you know Second it's unmatched yeah 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 <laughs> he didn't have a, that's what I'm looking for he didn't have an easy run this year as well and of course he did the absolute as well right yeah he had to fight Bouchesha yeah that, that was a referee decision, decision couldn't yeah. have been any tighter yeah yeah I mean yeah, it was a close fight you know I think Bush, they're like really good friends Bouchesha is a really nice guy um, I feel like yeah it was a close fight I feel like you you know you can't really beat the champ like that you know I, I, it was a right call. People were complaining that Philippe won, but I feel like it's hard to beat the absolute champ with the referee decision. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to beat him like that either way. You know, if you're the champ, yeah, you'd have to. You have to kind of beat the champ, 100%, right? 100%. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so I think if there's any other match, Philippe kind of like pushed the pace, but I, I think it was the right call. In a referee's decision, it's so tough. You can never right? complain, it's, man. It's, you can never complain. Tough. You can never complain. You know. But yeah, that was a great match, man. Bouchesha is just—it's crazy, man. His, his consistency to be the best for that long—it's—it's it's unbelievable. And yeah. coming back from a knee, knee surgery, people, a lot so. of people doubted him. And then that's another guy to me that has that will to win. Like he's always in a bad position. I feel like he always starts off in some weird spot, but he's beasts out of it. You yeah, know? I put like he's him, good at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> him, him, Lowe, and Philippe are like my top three, and like in that category, just like. They just, I don't know, it's insane. They're like, they're like God status competitors. It's insane. They? they really yeah. are. Yeah. Even low, like, he was banged up, man. That Jackson Souza fight, where, where he <laughs> yeah. swept him, I was like, man, Jackson's like going to beat him, and then he just throws him back. I'm like, wow. So I was know? actually ta- talking to Jackson after that match, and he said that he felt uh, Leandro's knee pop on that knee bar attack. Really? really? Yeah, yeah, his knee was really messed up, man. It like, was terrible, and they were talking to each other. You go back and watch the match, and you can see right after that, they kind of reset in the middle, and Jackson's talking to Leandro, and they're both kind of shaking right, their heads. That's right, did, yeah. Jackson's like, hey, bro, like your knee is kind of messed up, man. Like... Wow! Can you fight? Like let's let's just call it. His knee was wrecked, and Leandro yeah, was like, "Let's go, nah, let's, let's just go, I'm good. let's do it." <laughs> All he said was, "Go, go, go!" Like let's wow. fight. Wow! Wow! Wants to smoke, dude. Moment. He wants to smoke. Wow. Yeah, I didn't I even talk, know about that until after. Talking about like the yeah, you want to be a world champion. Or, that's yeah. what it takes. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, yeah, he paid for that in the final. It was hard for him to fight, oh, but yeah, still, yeah. you know, see it for sure. By the way, shout out to Bill Cooper watching the stream right now. Gave a big up to to Edwin earlier. So Bill Cooper, the American legend, one of the first pioneers. 
he was a pioneer of the DOS back the in the OG day. The OG DOS King, yeah, yes, yeah. sir. Shout out. He's a good dude. Nice. Him and Jeff Glover. American Jiu Jitsu has come a long way, right? It's insane, right? Yeah, there used to be only a couple guys. Now it's like not taking over, but like we we, we got a, we got a pretty solid squad. There's I would people say. in every division. I feel like that are you know competitive at the world level. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I don't know if we'll ever be able to compete like to have the same numbers as Brazilians. We never will because it's, it's their sport. You know, it's the same as like Brazilians trying to take over wrestling. You know, like it's always me American dominant. But I feel like we're we're at a pretty good level. And I think I'm, I'm happy with it. You know. I feel like if we get a couple more champions, it'd be cool. But uh, are there any up and comers maybe that you know we should keep an eye on in the you know Americans coming? Have you heard through? about this guy, Mikey Musumeshi. <laughs> <laughs> he's all right. He's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a beast. Um, yeah, there's a lot, man. I feel like there's a lot. That, uh, right now, the up and comers like there's a lot of Americans. You know, like like almost the same as Brazilians, right? There, there's a lot of up and comers. Kind of chipping away. Anybody in your gym that we should know about? Yeah, we got we got a couple. We got um, Zane Spruce, Bramble. Keenan was giving a lot of shout outs. Yeah, he like, had a great tournament too. He, yeah, yeah, he had a great tournament, man. Yeah. He had a really tough bracket. I actually watched all his matches, I think. And yeah, he did great, man. He's a beast. He just needs to like learn how to get like just like compete, you know, a little more experience. But like he has his the skill set and like and like athleticism. Dude, he's a he's a freaking he's a football player. Like he should he should be playing in the NFL, you know. His <laughs> like, his brother is a professional athlete, right? Yeah, he's playing NFL. He's a wide receiver. Wow. Shout out Nelson Spruce, but uh, one of the best Pac-12 receivers of all time. Actually, the best Pac-12 receiver of all time. So, Where are you he, uh, Colorado. Oh, okay. So they got, he got he got the genes. So I feel like Zane will have that that breakthrough. He just needs a little more experience. I mean, he beat like two tough guys, and then yeah, he hit that first match against that Felipe Hosha. Hosha. Oh, I missed that match. Where's he training? Yeah, Unity, uh, from Unity. Yeah. He yeah. tapped yeah, him, and then he beat the guy from Brotherhood. Wow. Second fight, and then he lost to the champ. Third fight, he was, yeah. he was losing ten zero. Right, yeah. and then he came back and, and like swept mounted him, him, mounted him, and did a fight with a cross choke, and but with, with the time ended. So, yeah. but man, yeah, he was training good. Keenan was a big. Keenan was like, man, where did this guy come from? <laughs> was like, did man, you get a roll with? I'm Keenan? knowing about this guy. Me? Yeah. No, because I, I went to Puerto Rico oh, for like ten days, right. and I came back. I was a little banged up, and like he was training with the other guys. And, and then like, you had that car wreck. Yeah, and like I'm not gonna like he just trained like three rounds of Philippe. I'm not gonna just call him out, you know. <laughs> I'm not one of those gym warriors, you know. But I would have loved that's to. That's a smart move, though. That's my move. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tired over there, like let's try, let's try around. I hate when someone, <laughs> when someone does that to me, you know. Yeah. But I see him wrestling for like two, three rounds. Like, yo, you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. You yeah. can get it if you but want. But you, it. Uh, you, we were we were looking at some stuff in the gym earlier because we shot the episode of Fix My Game, which mm. will be coming out soon. But uh, of course, you know, some anytime guard. we're on the mat, we're always kind of playing around. Hey, have you seen this and stuff? But you picked up some stuff, right? I did, yeah. Keenan showed us some, some of the cool tricks. You know, he blessed us with the Worm Guard Encyclopedia. Ooh. It's some good stuff. Nice. Definitely changed my game, you know. Just have to wait until geese season to use it, right? Yeah. My, guard was, my, my guard was pretty rough the past couple of years, but uh, it's, yeah. Instead of a five-lane freeway, now it's like a one-lane freeway. The Worm Guard saved me a little bit. So. Okay, very nice. That's a good little... Uh, Is lapel guard the future? Right. That's what Keenan's saying. Yeah, I, I think so. I think like any, any, any kind of lapel is just great because like... The conventional guards are so hard, you know. Just everyone knows how to pass it, you know. And like being defensive, especially without the lapels, is just so difficult, man. You got to absorb a lot of pressure. It seemed like every guard I, I saw at Worlds had the lapel involved in some. Yeah. Lot, yeah. lot of yeah. lapel this year. Lot, yeah. lot of lapel. So for I, sure. I, yeah. I think every freaking guard has got some kind of lapel going on. And every belt too was. It's using crazy. It. Yeah. So yeah, I think Keenan definitely changed the game forever, man. He's a pioneer. Like he's if he doesn't win a world title, I'm sure he will. But if he doesn't, he's he's a legend forever for that. His influence in, in the for the sport. So. People still actually, like, they maybe not even realize that he hasn't won a world title, right? It's crazy. Because his yeah. name is so solidified in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, he's a world champion, right? Actually, no. He's never quite managed to do it. But. Yeah, it just goes to show that, like, 
I mean, the world title is amazing, and I feel like he will get it one day. But even if he doesn't, like, like the contributions you give to the sport and like the brand you build around yourself, like the the people people like you for much more than like the titles you win. You know, they they, they like you more for your style and you know, like the way you compete and like. You That's know? definitely something you've tried to balance out. As for well, sure, right? yeah. I feel like yeah, a lot of people think I want a world title, and it's like no, I got second. You know, I won purple ball, brown ball world titles, but uh, hopefully I'll get my uh, black ball world title. I, I'm. I'm confident I will, but uh, well, you mentioned there about the, the contribution to the sport then, and you know, kind of coming up to that time where it's almost time to wrap up the conversation. But I guess, yeah, what what are you hoping to do? What are you hoping to contribute to jujitsu? Man, uh, being yourself. I feel a lot of people are like robots. They're just like trying to mimic everybody, and like I, I was always like a guy that I just tried to be myself. You know, I wasn't fake. I was. I didn't try to. I didn't try to like be anybody else. You know, like I just see a lot of these kids. I try to be like submission oriented I feel like no one really at Black Bull is kind of like that right coming out of head hunting so bringing that um, I think a lot of the submissions I used weren't really ever used in Jitsu and the Gi you know flying triangle was like kind of like non-existent right like a one time move mm. the dart stroke was like not really used in the Gi so just bringing that you know into the into that bring a little more swagger you know a little more you know like definitely plenty of that yeah you know like like, <laughs> like like you can you can you can have personality you can have like a different style you know you can speak your mind but you can be seen and not being cocky you know like a lot of people are like yo is, is Najmi cocky and like and I'm like no I'm not I'm not cocky at all I'm like I, I strive to be like one of like like a nice guy and a good person but you can still be different and be be that good person you know Does yeah that you make don't sense? talk trash right you do have a little bit of swagger about yeah, you but you're, which is fine like you yeah, can be yeah. different you know people people like try to people are like confused like cockiness and confidence I guess you know all the time so I just want to like show people like you can be yourself you know you can listen to that rap music you can you can go in your gold gi if you want to whatever you know you can have the crazy haircut but, I would like to see that gold but you, gi yeah. but, you can still be, but you can still be a nice guy you know so 100%. like there's, there's you better be if you're wearing a gold gi you better be a super nice guy <laughs> or, 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 or don't lose because we're going to roast you on full grab yeah. <laughs> well man any shout outs it's you want to lesson. Make? it's a good lesson for sure. huh? any shout outs you want to make um Shout out my team, shout out Flow Grappling, shout out Storm Kimonos, Everyday Pohada, Dot Fit, everyone that supports me. Uh, yeah. Head those down, man. Those, that was ready to go. <laughs> and you got obviously the, uh, the the grand opening of your gym is, is imminent. Yes. GB Tarzana, GB right? GB Tarzana next week. Congrats, dude. Thank you so much. A lot much. of hard work, right? Months of construction, yes. Wow. Big moment in my life. 25, uh, 26 years old. Holy shit, I'm getting old. But uh, yeah, being a business owner, it's not easy. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I got the best partner in the game, Homelu Bahal. And, he's uh, gonna be teaching classes, right? He'll be teaching. yeah. We're, we're gonna be splitting the duties. So like a lot of people think he's like only in my gym, but people don't realize it's gonna be me and Homolo. So I feel like I mean you that's pretty sick, man. That's pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. As yeah, if like, it wasn't enough to go train with Edward Najmi, now you can actually you get both. You yeah, get the best of both from yeah two generations. I feel like in any other sport, it's like it's pretty hard to find that. So I'm lucky. I'm excited. I think it's only gonna make me better at jiu-jitsu. It's gonna make me like more focused on jiu-jitsu. I'm like like my. Like my philosophy on training was like a little different. Like in the past couple of years, I kind of like tried to enjoy my life outside of jiu-jitsu a little more. But then now I'm like realizing that like talent and like messing around like that can only take you so far. And like to, I could be, like I could easily just say like yeah, it's cool. Like I'm, I'm okay with what I've accomplished in my name and everything. And you know, like a lot, a lot of people could train a lot and not ever get there. But I, I believe like I have like the talent to be one of the best ever. So. I'm like now I'm like more focused and more locked in on jiu-jitsu, you know. So you're kind I, of in the prime of your athletic career as well. Yeah, right? yeah. So I feel like the gym would only help me. Well, it's only going to help me uh, achieve my goals, you know. Maybe more focused on jiu-jitsu and training hard. So I'm looking forward to that. I got awesome. like five, six years left in this, and trying to let, leave my uh, mark on the sport. 
Awesome. Well, Edwin, man, it's been so good to have you here in the studio. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you, guys. So competing on uh, Friday, uh, June 21st uh, in Houston, correct? Against Gianni Grippo in a uh, Nogi match on Third Coast Grappling. Check Edwin out live or on demand, of course. That's going to be on Flow Grappling this weekend. I'll wait for that one, man. It's going to be a crazy event. If you're competing in an event, it's not on Flow Grappling. It's not really an event. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Man himself says. (laughs) And we've got the episode of Fix My Game coming out soon as well, which should be freaking awesome. Absolutely. If you guys haven't seen the show, uh, Fix My Game is pretty straightforward. Uh, I roll with Edwin or any other high level of black belt. They beat me up a little bit, and then they try and fix some things as much as they can. I got a lot to work with. So (laughs) it's really fun. I had a good time with Edwin. Did some Darces and uh, Estima Locks, all kinds of good stuff. So keep an eye out for that. Super cool. Yeah, if you're my division, don't watch that video. (laughs) Yeah, we exposed my whole game, but everybody else, check it out. (laughs) All right, guys, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you again next time.